and expect for God Martin. to use you in some kind of way most effectively. How, ladies and gentlemen, how does it make sense to speak unintelligently for an intelligent God? How does that even justify that you can justify coming to the desk of the Lord Jesus Christ unprepared? Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to get away from people in order to speak to people. In order to speak for God, God requires solitude and separation. It's not just solitude and separation. That's a part of your private discipline. But ladies and gentlemen, come here. If it's a desert, again, it has no creature comforts or no personal pleasures. And if John is in the deserts, not one desert, text says deserts. If John is in the deserts, then it means he has forsaken personal pleasures and creature comforts. Okay, you still missed it. Ladies and gentlemen, whenever God puts a call or assignment on your life, it demands sacrifices. It doesn't just demand solitude. It demands sacrifices because what you gain is contingent upon what you give up. Preach, Tolan Morgan. I got rewind in my mind. What you gain is contingent upon what you give up. If you're not willing to give up something, then you won't gain something but there are times when you got a call and assignment from God on your life you got to you got to let life pass you by yes Everybody else going to the club, you got to stay at the crib. Yes. You got work to do. Everybody else going on trips, you got to stay at the office. You got work to do. You got to let life pass you by. Yes. Some days you got to forsake invitations to come hang out because you got work to do on the call and assignment that is on your life. And if you ain't got time to sacrifice, mm. if you don't have time to sacrifice, you don't have time to gain what God. God has for you. This requires sacrifice. And it's not just to preach. It's any call or assignment that God has on your life. It demands sacrifice. Everybody else is doing whatever they want to do, whenever they want to do it. But you've got to make the decision more often than not. I'm going to let life pass me by because there is an assignment and a call that demands my sacrifice. It's not just solitude. It's not just sacrifice, but if he's in the deserts, deserts, ladies and gentlemen, are dry, rough places. Deserts are dry, rough places. So this means since John matriculated in deserts, he asked for solitude, he asked for sacrifice, but he also subjected himself thirdly to struggles. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, no creature comforts, no personal pleasures. Uh, his, his delicatessen is locusts and wild honey. He dresses like a wild man. He has plain speech, plain diet, and plain food. He does not go to the traditional seminaries and rabbinical schools to hear from God. He is out there in the wilderness. Watch this. And the Bible says in Luke 3 and 17 that there was a prophecy on his life that he was the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Okay, y'all missed it. He's the voice of one crying in the wilderness.
in the wilderness. The wilderness was his pulpit through which he had to preach and prepare through rough places. Ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to like this point, but I'm going to love you anyway. The reason why this thing is interesting for John is because part of your discipline in your calling assignment is that you got to learn how to struggle through rough places. You've got to learn how to experience God in some rough places and some dry times because God does not choose to use anybody that ain't never been through a rough place and a dry time. God does not use anybody who ain't never been through nothing. I need you ladies and gentlemen to be very clear that it is not safe. To sit under anybody who ain't never been through nothing. It is not safe to sit under any ministry where the man or woman of God hasn't had any struggle, any rough places. Because if I've had some struggles and some rough places, I can identify with who I'm preaching to. I have some sense of compassion that when you get in a rough place, my heart goes out to you. Because I've been there before. This man is in a desert subjected to rough places and in his rough places watch this in his rough places is where he got to hear from God I said in his rough places is where he got to hear from God let me pause parenthetically and just tell you ladies and gentlemen there is some there is some message in this text that is screaming at us it's screaming at us here's what it's saying He's saying he was in the deserts until his time of his showing in Israel. He was in the deserts until the time of his showing in Israel. Hmm. Before he showed up to execute his ministry in Israel, he had to learn how to properly manage obscurity. Because ladies and gentlemen, your opportunities are sometimes determined by how you manage obscurity. I knew you was trying to figure out what I'm trying to say, so here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, the question is not when are you going to get an opportunity. The question is, are you being responsible when nobody hears you? Are you working on your gift, your call, your assignment when you're in obscurity, when nobody sees you, nobody hears you, nobody sees you praying, nobody sees you preparing, nobody sees you studying, nobody sees you working, nobody sees you contacting people, nobody sees you making uh, responsible decisions. What are you doing when nobody is looking? Your opportunities will come based upon how you respond in obscurity can I tell you that God is looking in your obscurity then he'll determine your opportunity preach stolen Morgan the truth of the matter is you just can't show up and it turn on no check it John is in that wilderness 
He out there working on his voice. He is the voice crying in the wilderness. John is out there hearing from God. John is out there trying to understand what God has assigned for him to do because he's in a rough place trying to hear from God and the best time sometimes y'all the best time to hear from God is when you're in a rough place now oh lord hello hey yeah what's your password for star I don't have no star oh you don't no Cause when I looked at when I like when I went inside the app, it had your email already in there, and it asked me your password. Like, what's your email password? I don't have Star. Well, what's your email password? My email, my email is Burnett Collins with the zero at the end at gmail dot com. Password, I don't have one because I don't have Star. You got to pay for no, Star. No, they don't want your password. No, no, you don't. They, they don't want your pack. They don't want to pass. They want your email password. B hashtag nineteen sixty seven forty three. I'm Shannon. You interfere with my damn church. You know that. Oh, I'm sorry, my bad. Yeah. Okay, so bye-bye. when church I'm with, I send that information to you. Okay. All uh, right. Okay. In obscurity. God help us for people who... Let me see if I can give it to you another way. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't you don't have the patience. You don't deserve the platform if you ain't got the time to prepare. Because the preparation is always longer than the presentation. It takes me five days to get ready for 30 minutes. Because the preparation is always longer than the presentation. It takes choir rehearsal three hours to get ready for six minutes. Because the preparation is always longer than the presentation and if you ain't got time for the present for preparation you don't deserve the presentation what are you doing when nobody is looking because God is always looking when nobody else is looking and the platform is only for those who are willing to take the time to prepare a test may be a, may be 45 minutes, but it may take you two or three days to get ready for it. Yes. Because ladies and gentlemen, if you ain't got time to prepare, you ain't got time to present. God can't use people who ain't got time to get with him in private and spend more time preparing than you do presenting. Your mouth will be closed. Your opportunities will be shut unless you're responsible in obscurity. And I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that John was in those deserts getting his voice ready. <laughs> he was a voice crying in the wilderness. He was working on preaching when wasn't no audience out there. Can't y'all see him? He out there preaching to the lions and, and, and the bears. He's out there preaching to the locusts. He's, he's preaching when nobody's responding. So by the time God raises him up, by the time it's time for him to come on the scene, he has spent years preparing for only one year of ministry. Y'all missed it. I said he spent years preparing for only one year of ministry. His assignment was to be the forerunner for Jesus Christ. And by the time Jesus showed up, John only has a few months to a year to do the very thing he's been called to do. 
before he gets beheaded and Jesus steps on the scene. Can I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it matters what you do when ain't nobody watching. It matters what you do when you're in obscurity trying to come into opportunity because opportunity only comes to those who manage obscurity with responsibility. He's in the deserts. Nobody's watching until the time of his showing, until the day of his showing. In the meantime, he's concentrating on personal development and he's operating in private disciplines and his private disciplines and his personal development now bring him public demonstration. Mm -hmm. I'm done. It's in the last clause of the verse, y'all. He says, and he showed up mm -hmm. in his time mm -hmm. for the showing of Israel. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, boy. I've been talking to get to this one point. You look bored. Let me see if I can try to help you. Uh, 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 I've been talking to get to this one point. Here, here it is. Here it is. You got a time a set time mm -hmm. for God to raise you up. Y'all yes. should have just shouted right then and there. Let me see. Let me see if I can say it again so that you can post it. You have a set time for God to raise you up. You don't have to try to sabotage somebody else's time. You don't have to try to throw monkey wrenches in somebody else's vision. Yes, Lord. You don't have to try to dog other people. You don't have to try to make other people look bad because you're mad at them looking good. You have a set time for God to raise you up, which is the whole reason why he's taking you through the process so that you can get to the product. Mm -hmm. Preach here, Tolan Morgan. And when the set time comes, you got to look back at your life and now your life makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, You missed it. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> look at the text. Duncan, it's going to run you crazy. Y'all got a Bible? Here it is. John the Baptist mm -hmm. never preached in a temple. Mm-hmm. Because John the Baptist, Debbie, was called of God, but he was not called to a sanctuary. The text says he was called to Israel. <clears throat> Which means, ladies and gentlemen, you and I have got to stop limiting our use of the word call to a church. Oh. Yes. Because some of you got a call on your life that has nothing to do directly with the church. Mm -hmm. It's rooted in the church, but it's not going to be used in the church because you've got a call on your life to advance the kingdom of God yes. outside the church. Yes, Lord. Okay, still missed him. His daddy was a temple priest. His daddy was called to a sanctuary. His daddy was called to be the priest in the temple. But John did not take the route of his daddy because John's assignment is not the temple. John's assignment is the wilderness. John's assignment is Israel, not a place, but a whole nation. And therefore, John didn't have to go according to the traditional protocol because John was never called to ecclesiology. 
John was called by the same God to preach the same message, but his job was in the street. God deliver us from people who got limited pulpits. John's pulpit was not in the pulpit. John's assignment was in the street. John's assignment was to the nation of Israel. And because his assignment, watch this, because his assignment was different, his attacks was different. I just helped somebody because you've been trying to figure out why is this stuff happening to me? Can I tell you why it's happening? Because if you got a different assignment, you got a different adversity. If you got a different assignment, you're going to go through some different attacks. If you got a different assignment, you got different challenges because your attacks and your adversities are attached to your assignment. And thus... God knows how to sustain you through the adversities because he's equipping you for the assignment. You got, you deal with stuff other people don't deal with. You have to confront things that other people don't have to confront. Your life's challenges are unique to you because they're designed to build you up for the purpose that God has made you for. And let me help somebody. The call of God on your life may not be in the pulpit. The call of God on your life may not even be in the church. It may be in the world to advance God's purposes in the world. It may be to start a business so that people can meet Jesus through your business. It may be that you've got a vision for some children so the next generation of people can be raised up in the fear and the knowledge of God. You ain't got to be a deacon. You ain't got to be a preacher. You don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be a bishop. You don't have to be all of that to be called of God. David was called of God and he was a politician. Moses was called of God and he was a liberator. Uh, Rahab was called of God and she was designing to help the spies to conquer Jericho. There are different assignments on everybody. You just got to know what God has called you to do and walk in the discipline that's necessary to operate the call of God that's on your life. Can I tell you something? Here it is y'all. John they named him John because John's name, y'all, good night, church, translates in the Greek, grace. His name translates Jehovah has been gracious because it was John's assignment to transition people from the law to grace because he is the forerunner of the Lord Jesus Christ and ladies and gentlemen whenever you've been called to do for God it ought to lead people to the grace of Jesus whatever your assignment is it ought to lead people to the love of Jesus Christ ladies and gentlemen can I tell you something at the end of the day you ought to have that testimony a charge to keep I have and a God to glorify a never ending soul that died and fitted for the sky ladies and gentlemen you ought to have that testimony that whatever God has assigned for you to do you got to do it for the glory of God and so that somebody will get closer to Jesus Amen. it's a grace thing y'all that John's assignment was to lead people to Jesus Christ not to himself but to lead people to Jesus Christ here's the question what is your life doing for Jesus? Yes. Is somebody getting closer to Jesus through you? Or are they
they missing Jesus because of you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe we all need to reevaluate ourselves yes. today. Yes. And see what is our purpose? What is our call? And what's the goal and purpose of why God has called us? In the end, he has not called you to lead people to you. <laughs> he has called you to lead people to Jesus. Do y'all hear that? And you do not have to be in a pulpit in a church to do that. That's what my podcast is You just got to walk in personal development. Have private discipline. And wait on your time. Lord have mercy today. Because God has designed a set time for you to grow up and show up. Amen. So that you can lead people to the Lord Jesus Christ. If you got to flip burgers to do it. If you got to hang clothes to do it. Yes. You got to wash cars to do it. If you got to sign papers to do it. Do it all for the glory of God. Yes, Lord. Whatever you do, grow up and show up. That's right. Father, I give you praise now for your word. Yes, Lord. Thank you for how your word has spoken to us today. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, God. Somebody hearing this message today. Yes, Father. Has somehow come into an awakening of their own purpose, assignment, call from you. Yes. And Father, I ask for your forgiveness because we have limited our use of your call on our lives Mm -hmm. to just the church. When you've got so much more for us to do in the world, you've got so much more for us to see, so many more people for us to reach. In the world. Now God for those. Who you put the burden on them. Of being change agents. Their call is to be transition agents. And unfortunately they have a, they have a unique set of burdens. But fortunately they've got a unique assignment. Strengthen them. Not just for the assignment but unto the assignment. Strengthen them through their unique challenges and let your face, your glory be revealed in their lives. God help them to understand somebody's getting back on track with you today. I thank you, God, that your Holy Spirit is pricking somebody's heart and realigning them with your will, way, and word for their lives. Yes, Jesus. Holy Spirit, I give you the praise now for pouring out on your people yes, Lord. and causing them to awaken to the purpose as to why they are alive. Mm-hmm. Thank you not only, God, for the significance of our existence, but the specifics of our existence. And we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Would you do me a favor right in your home? Would you just worship the Lord right where you are? Yes, Lord. He has done some things for you. He has sustained you through some stuff. Mm -hmm. Because
because he's got purpose on your life and you cannot die until purpose is fulfilled in your life you will not die until purpose is fulfilled in your life whatever that call is whatever that assignment is whatever that intention is I pray that you will be awakened, quickened to it, that God will get the glory and his plans and purposes will be manifested in the earth through you. Somebody's life depends on yours. Somebody's salvation depends on yours. Somebody's encounter with God depends on the vision and the grace and the anointing he's put on your life. This is your time and turn to walk in personal development, private disciplines, so that God can prepare you for public demonstration. You gotta set time, but you gotta be faithful to Him when nobody's looking. You make all things. Okay, you guys, my heart is by the end. I thank you for joining, and this is my calling to um, present church to you guys on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So, join me next Wednesday if God's willing to this podcast for that purpose. I want to say thank you so much, and do not forget to go and subscribe to my channel as well as the next purpose on YouTube. You guys have a blessed Sunday. And get out there and do what God's calling you to do with you guys. Testify again, you and I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Join me next Wednesday. Like I said, start with it. And I want to say y'all have a blessed, 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 blessed Sunday. And I love you guys. Don't forget to wear your mask, wash your hands, do your social distance, and be safe out there. And continue to pray for yourself and others. Well, let's pray for the earth. Father God, that things work out for his good, Jesus. Yes, y'all. So I want to say goodbye. Deuces.